Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest is Akeem Evans, CEO and co-founder of SIVA. Welcome to Radio Entrepreneurs. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Uh, Akeem, tell us a little bit about your organization and what it is that you do. Yeah, so we have this platform called SIVA. It started out as Selection Bridge, but as we transitioned, we saw that there is more of a need. So giving a little bit of background, it's a civic intelligence company that seeks to leverage all the insights from policy to then connect organizations and people, you know, one, bringing them closer to government, but then helping them understand the ever-changing landscape to navigate um, the complex structure and find resources and or policies that, you know, resonate with them. So really empowering people to be active um, components in the civic civic cycle, civic ecosystem. So I can see a situation where, um, you know, as you guys are early in, in your organization's development, um, you know, certainly a, a need to bridge the two. How do people come to you or do you go out to industry groups? Uh, what's what's the sort of mechanism for, for people to engage in, in organizations to find out about the work that you guys are doing? And I, and, and I would assume what you do is you provide them with guidance. Um, as to some of the perhaps regulatory or, um, uh, you know, wh- whether it's information just on their industries and 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 uh, resources. Um, so right. how, how does that process sort of happen? And how do you, um, since your evolution, how has it changed, uh, et cetera? Yeah, definitely. So when we started again, like I briefly mentioned, we were called the Election Bridge, which caused some slight confusion for a lot of our users and people are coming to us because they said Election Bridge, you know, we just help streamline elections. But our theory and um, the way we built our company is that, you know, the civic ecosystem is way is bigger than just the elections, which is a strong component of that entire ecosystem. But, you know, if I can paint a quick picture really fast, people you know, elect elected officials or government entities that are composed that then fund third sector, like nonprofits who provide the service. And those go back to government to get money to provide those services, which then the government comes to people and say, look, we did a good job reelect us. So it's this nice ecosystem where people tell elected official what they want. They fund nonprofits, nonprofits give the benefit and it, this nice circle goes around. So we've figure out a way to, you know, bring that to the digital space. And the way we get from, you know, government to people is through organizations. So organizations have been our initial, I guess, break into that ecosystem, that flywheel, as some people like to call it, I was telling you about. So we help so, them. So when you say organizations, sorry, you're, you're talking about industry groups or associations or literally uh, individual or, uh, organizations? Yeah, so we're talking more about social impact as nonprofits or realistically, if I'm supposed to break it down, any, I guess, third sector organization, it could be nonprofits, startups, small business that seek government resources in order to help them accomplish what they're seeking to accomplish. Mostly that stems with 501c3 or 501c4 nonprofits, but then it also expands into um, small, again, small businesses and or startups who are looking for you know government funding to give them that initial boost or help them accomplish some impact that they're trying to see in the community. We we always hear stories very broad ranging and and sometimes mind-blowing uh stories about the amount of money that is available uh that goes un unused. Um, yes. You know, obviously, uh, during the pandemic, there was a lot of talk about COVID funding. And, and now uh, I, I don't think there's anybody that 
is 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 party to an organization that doesn't get some solicitation for ERP uh, you know funding yeah that may be larger scale and different than you're talking about um but uh are, are there some statistics that you can share that are just you know general statistics about the 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 amount of uh, funding available for for various programs that uh that that expires uh every every whatever cycle two years three years because it's not being used i i would imagine that that connectedness is is hardly efficient um that there's a lot of stuff that gets created and then not used <laughs> yeah so we've counted upwards of from what we were able to 15 billion and that's what wow. we've seen that just continue to go unused um in different facets of government agencies. So that can be money earmarked. I know we saw some that even with organizations like EPA, there's Hurricane Sandy money still sitting there from, I don't know, maybe over a decade that's just not used. Or like you said, COVID mm-hmm. money or a lot of organizations or people are trying to figure out how to um, pull down from the past American rescue plan, I think it was. So there's a lot of money that's being used and and to say this too, so it's not just organizations need to find it. The government agencies and individuals are looking for ways to um, get more people involved as they try to bring in um, more partners to do it. So this is a unique time where the government understands they need to do a better job at facilitating the distribution of funding and organizations are applying technology to then find and access those funding because the latest technology before SIVA is trying to revolutionize. And there may be some other outliers is like grants.gov. And that's where most people would go and think, hey, this is where I need to find some resources or USA spending to kind of start to track some of the money and figure out where things are happening for more tech savvy. Yeah. Yeah, tell us a little tell us a little bit if you could about how SIVA operates. Do you um you you call yourself a platform? Um now are you guys uh you know very layman's terms at KBase where you're providing that link between uh, available funds and the organizations, or is the process um, more tailored, more one-on-one in terms of an organization coming to you and saying, here's the space that we're operating in? Um, you know, Can you connect us to what funds are available? How, how, do, how does that whole uh, in- interface work? Uh, definitely. This is the fun part I love talking about. So we really take the, I guess, the that holistic approach to it. So as an organization, you come in, you tell us what your focus areas are, and then that initial, you know, geographic location, focus area, organization type helps us to streamline or start to tailor the content we're able to show with you. And as you continue to use the platform, have a conversation, have dialogue, interact with different pieces or components of legislation and join different ecosystem and groups, we then continue to customize and tailor the pieces of policy that you are seeing and engaging with. And then exposing you to other organizations or like groups that are working within the same space or same policy to start to create this online civic ecosystem network that then continues to learn as people use it. So if you and I came onto it, we're two organizations with a similar mission, but I figured out how to get to, you know, from state level to agency level, that learning then translates to you and then you learn from agency level to department level. So we co-collaborate on how to build out the access from policy to funding. So it's like a reinforced learning model that as you progress, you help everyone else in the ecosystem and vice versa. As the ecosystem progresses, it helps you. 
And, and those that are in your ecosystem, um, if you could share a little bit about your business model, is it a membership-based business mo uh, um, a model or is it a, um, you know, a, a, as you achieve funding, uh, you, you, um, you know, you share sure. back pieces of yeah. it or what's, how, how does that work? So it's a tiered subscription. We really priced our model to allow for small to medium-sized organizations to access it. So we see ourselves as that government relations arm for a small to medium-sized organization who might not be able to afford that. Um, so we've figured out that way, and that's a basic tier. But as you continue to want, you continue to access different features along the platform for more tailored experience, that increases prices. But what we've seen is as, you know, like associations or consortiums support smaller nonprofits, we would do a lot of work with them and then they would provide our services kind of like Airtable. So you buy a set number of seats and then they're able to plug in some of their smaller nonprofits into those seats and they can use the platform throughout the year. And it's an annual subscription. Wonderful. I mean, it's, it seems as though you guys are really uh, in, in the uh, mode of trying to really be an accelerator, where, whereas if an organization, a uh, relatively smaller startup or, or a um, or, or a nonprofit that doesn't have, uh, you know, a lot of staffing, uh, would have the ability to get to that information in an accelerated way uh, exactly. versus doing it themselves. Wonderful. Right. And, and, and how many um, member organizations do you have on the platform today? So oh. we have... Yeah. So we have, I would say if I'm counting the top of my hand, four, and then okay. about another 10, it's throwing the pipeline. So we have a growing pipeline, but the thing we're currently fundraising to take that next step because customer success, customer success and um, customer service is important to us. So we want to make sure that the people we bring onto the platform, we're able to continue to support because we're in the nascent stage of developing the entire ecosystem we want to make sure we can really monitor and capture all of the nuances to ensure that our algorithms can keep up with the growing demand of our users. Because, you know, small nuanced things can happen where we'll be talking to a customer and they'd say, you know what, came we really enjoy using this. And if there was a feature that allowed us to send calendar invites, but I don't want to get an email response every time one of the 99 people read like small things like that. That can really make a difference between a customer experience is why we stayed the smaller set now and are fundraising to expand the team to take on this growing pipeline of people who are waiting to use us. Is, is that one of the things that you've learned is that, uh, you know, you really have to focus your your, your opportunities? Um, you know, one of the challenges when you're uh, a, a small organization or a startup organization is, is you know, determining what the priorities are. And and it sounds like you're really focused on on your 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 customer base or your prospect base, determining what the future set or what's important to them, um, so that you guys will build that out. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's like you said, it's hard because sometimes you'll get varying industries, and we have to kind of put things, uh, you know, opportunity case by case basis. Um, because we love our platform, we envision it being the household name that people use when you think of, hey, I want to engage in the government some way. So we went to organizations and from that, we would eventually grow into, you know, direct B2C people to consumer to allow people to have that civic assistant. So SIVA stands for Civic Intelligent Virtual Assistant. But then, you know, opportunities come from the things we take for granted to be able to just 
look up and understand, you know, at their state side about who's running for office or even go to secretary of state again, depending how in depth you want to get on all the people running in the state. But other developing democracies don't have that. And we've have MOUs and people reach out to us to see if we can do something as basic as, you know, making a digital infrastructure for all the candidates for what they're doing. But that's something we put in the pipeline for three, four years down the line, just because we don't have the bandwidth to jump around. That's a another vertical segment of the, that's an entire new company we'd be doing just to start digitizing international um, civic landscapes. Wonderful. Well, it seems as though you guys has the vision for what you want your, your organization to be and what you want to provide and, uh, you know, wish you continued success and continued luck as you build it out. Um, any any takeaways early in the stage of uh, is this your first entrepreneurial venture or or you've been uh, active in others? Started a nonprofit right out of college, and that nonprofit has grown into something that we can hand off. I do more of an advisory role in that now. This is my first startup um, that I'm starting, and I guess to answer the first part of the question, any advice is to keep going. It's uh, persistence. <laughs> you know, you have to move through and then what they say, the fail fast, pivot fast is a real thing. So if you come out with one idea, you test it, you see if it works and then you move if you need to, to the idea that works and never be too stuck on your initial vision, but stay true to like your core values, I guess. Is the Excellent. Good. Good, good advice for any entrepreneurs. And uh, we really appreciate obviously uh, people people living the throes of it, giving us uh, wisdom and sharing it with our network. Uh, Akeem, if people want to get in touch with you directly, want to learn more about your organization, what it is that you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah, email me. So my email is Akeem, A-C-K-E-E-M at electionbridge.com. Or you can find me on LinkedIn, Akeem and last name Evans. Excellent. Uh, our guest has been Akeem Evans. Uh, CEO and co-founder of SIVA. We wish you continued success as you guys continue to uh, ramp, ramp your organization up. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks and we'll for be me. right back with another segment on Radio Entrepreneurs.